Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes from when? Sometimes from the early 2000s. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That was pretty uh, long time ago now. Not really. <laughs> we're still, we're, I guess in the grand scheme of things, the 2000s aren't that far in. Yeah. We're in the mm-hmm. early 2020s. Yeah, we were talking about in the year 2000, uh, I think, in the last one. Conan's so great. Yeah. Conan's the best. Uh, but yeah, the voices you're listening to are myself, John. Johnny Johnny Junk, there you go, if you want to go by my... Are uh, you doing Johnny Junk or Bizarro Zara? Let's do Johnny Junk today. Okay. Here's Johnny Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. 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 I'm back, baby! And uh, my partner over here... Tommy the Iceman. Oh, you're liking that new one. I like the Iceman. Cool. Yeah. It's stupid. The Iceman cometh. Bullshit. Say, I better change the Iceman and fuck yourself. Garbage. Ice to see you. I fucking hated it. Uh, Yeah, we're back in the studio. We want to say what's up to all the shorties and spookies out there. Yeah, what's up, shorties? What's up, spookies? What's up, Alameda? What's up, up, dads? What's What's up, up? October? Yeah, October. Great month. Yeah, the spooky month. Birthday month. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just had my birthday. That's right. Uh, what'd you do? Anything fun? No, nothing. Our, our friend who we were supposed to go hang out with, unfortunately, had uh, a pet that they had to put down. Yeah, I can relate. My dead cat, Osmo, is up there listening to every podcast episode we cut. Oh, Osmo. Yeah. Shout out to dead cats. <laughs> we love you guys. And dead dogs. Uh, but yeah, well, you're, it's your birthday. Did you uh, do anything... Not special? You didn't treat yourself to a nice meal or something? You should say your Venmo. Hide that. My Venmo? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Birthday month. For those who want to make a uh, charitable donation. No, do not. No, do not do that. <laughs> um, I bought myself. I did the Kevin McAllister. Okay, of course a, you did. A, a nice plain extra cheese pizza. That's that's not a plain, if you ask me. Extra yeah. cheese is toppings. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess. But okay, still. I got myself an extra cheese pizza. Very nice. Uh, they didn't cut it all the way through. Because <laughs> there's probably so much cheese on there. You bad boy. Yeah. So I just rolled it into a ball and stuffed it down my throat. Do you do this uh, every year for your birthday? No, I used to have like relationships and people would do things for me, but now it's just uh, sitting where I'm crying and masturbating. <laughs> Which is different than your regular day somehow. Eyes darting left and right. No, zing, no. Zing, yeah. zing, zing. Um, no, I, uh, it was, it was nice. I, I mean, I'm, you know, there's no... You bought yourself a new Switch. That was your birthday that, present. You know what I'm, and, and well, that, what, that was a couple weeks ago, but what I'm gonna do is I think I'm gonna go buy a smartwatch. Oh, cool. I've always wanted one. Yeah. It, I saw one online for, like, a buck sixty. That's not bad. So I, I figured, um, it, it'd be a fun thing to do. I see people, when I'm working, you know, they're like, I'm not using my phone, I'm just looking at my watch. Uh-huh. They're texting away. Looking at the weather. That's pretty cool. Plus, Cap- you can like see like your biometrics and like how bad you sleep and that's the all one, that stuff. That's the one reason I don't know if I want to get one. It's going to be like, your heart rate is of a 70-year-old man. Yeah, well, that's nothing you didn't already know, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's like, clutch my chest. I was going to ask, is everything okay? No, nothing's <laughs> okay. Uh, for those of you wondering, who, wait, what, what's that third voice? That's uh, our guest on our show today. We got a good uh, friend in the studio. Yeah, uh, a co-worker of ours. We won't say what the corporation we are, uh, we work for, but um, uh, I will allow me to introduce 
Big Chris. Uh, and so one thing we have a tradition with um, guests is uh, you pick your shock jock uh, DJ name. I'll take a millimeter Peter. Millimeter Peter? That is one of the best ones we've had. Okay. And just so you know... Uh, it's true, though. Millimeter Peter is like six foot seven? Yeah, six eight on a good day. It's tall drink on water. On a good day? <laughs> on a good millimeter day? Yeah, still a tiny dick, but it works. But yeah, he's uh, he's our uh, sit-in executive producer today. He's uh, might be chiming in. He, he watched the episode, but uh, he was going to kind of pick and choose when he wants to talk about it. But, uh, hey, Chris, welcome into Short and Spooky, dude. Well, hi. Uh, you are a uh, local uh, a native of this area. Yes, sir. Um, what, uh, what, we always ask our guests, like, growing up, like, what, uh, were you scared, were you a scared kid? Oh, yeah. Well, what, what, Still what, scared. What, yeah. Well, right, me too. <laughs> scared, scared of reality, of scared of horror. Oh, yeah. What's, what, uh, like, movies, uh, or things in real life, what, what were your, like, Go to like or like what scared you? Um, do you ever I'll, see any ghosties or anything? Oh, yeah, ghosts everywhere. Oh, do tell. Well, no, but I was real scared of uh, friends' moms that smoke cigarettes. What I just thought they were badasses and they're just gonna whoop you at one time. Oh, really? <laughs> you said your friend's mom who smoked cigarettes? Oh, yeah, she was them. scary. Oh, yeah, they smoke cigarettes, they're badasses. I uh, saw one whoop one one time, so oh, really? And I see a mom smoking a cigarette, it gets me scared. Yeah, that is a it is a, a phenomenon that you don't really see that much anymore. Yeah, it's looked down upon. Yeah, especially if they're pregnant. Well, you know, I Arizona. I I remember um, growing up like the the friends who their moms or dads smoked like in the house particularly like you, you always go over there and be like I know I can just get away with anything I want right now. Like, you step inside, you know that they're what latchkey kids, right? The yeah, parents latchkey are all kids, swingers doing something. <laughs> exactly, swingers. <laughs> yeah, no, you'd be like, all right, they got, they definitely got cable. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> got cable. They're they're not going to tell that us Spice to go Channel's to sleep. Spice TV. Spice Channel's not pixelated. Do you? Oh, that no was, green boobs. Red shoe diaries. Dude, I I remember like literally with like my friends like watching Spice Channel and. Every once in a while, there'd be like a frame where you could actually see like nipple, mm-hmm. and you just be like, "All of us be like, yes, this is the fucking best." <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, and then I'd be my famous story about jerking off to your friend's parents' picture. <laughs> yes, it wasn't their picture; it was a reflection in the picture. Uh huh. And, and then when so you nutted, <laughs> that's when you realized that you were looking at something that was possibly inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah. I love that story around here. Um, That's a great story. So, Chris, besides being afraid of uh, live parents, um, was there any television shows that scared you? Chris is terrified of of smoking moms. You know what I love? Smoking moms. Oh, yeah. Nice. And dads. We love dads. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not in the same way, but no. Big ups to all dads. Uh, Red Brown always scared me. The, from The Shining? No, turning off the lights and going in the bathroom and saying Red Room three times. Oh, oh did you have I that, that one? I, I, thought, I was thinking Candyman or, or Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Is it Bloody Mary? Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm still so scared I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Red Rum is the one that's, uh, that's The Shining, of course. So besides The Shining uh, or the game Bloody Mary, uh, was there TV shows? I think you said you remember uh, the other day we were talking about uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And oh, you yeah. said you had watched an episode. I think we're going to do next week. Uh, 
But were you a big fan of Snick and uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. What well, about Goosebumps? Oh, yeah. Whatever, what always scared me was when they showed the, was it the clown in the basement? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that yes. was Sound of the Dark, Tale of the Dark Music. It, yeah. That, I, think no, I, I would always have to close my eyes. I probably still do. That Was that like our second? That was our second episode we ever recorded. And that, that same thing happened to Tom. He was a little scared boy. I, I was at my friend's house. Makes that noise, and you're just like, oh. oh, God. We all have those dolls growing up somewhere. Yeah, what the hell was the deal with that growing up? It, like, uh, you, we're all the same age here. Like, It was always some sort of weird, like, antique-esque doll. In in the late 80s, there was this one doll for um, girls, and it kind of looked like a Chucky. And my sister got one for Christmas. Oh, no. Is it called Kid Sister? I think it was some. It was blonde and had a little hair. Let me look it up. Uh, keep talking. And she propped it up in a chair that faced down the hallway. And so when I laid my down asleep. Oh, I, I remember this one too. And there was the, the boy one too. It that had my like my buddy. My buddy, yeah, yeah. My He's, buddy. And oh my god. Stuff. She would just look at me, and I hear crackling, like running, and yeah. All right, I'm gonna turn my computer so you guys can see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are death eyes. How creepy is that? Yeah. Look at those eyes. It, they're, they're death eyes, especially the, the, the you, boy. Why are the people so high? <laughs> it, like, mocks what it is to be human. <laughs> oh, my God. These are terrifying, all these pictures. Staring in your soul. Jesus Christ. Oh, I like, can't believe, you, like, your parents would, would subject you to this. Oh, they don't care. They scare the shit out of everyone. Were your parents big horror fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they, like, did you ever, like, see something maybe a little too early, like, uh, oh, like a scary of, movie? He, Chris has a, uh, speaking of scary movie... Um, no, wait, no, American Pie. Chris has a great story about... <laughs> Did you fuck a pie? No, 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 no. Yeah, I saw that movie with my uh, mom and sister, and I sat in the middle of them. And I was, like, <laughs> 13 years old. Very nice. Yeah, Raging Boner. And I was holding the popcorn. Raging. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because what's-her-name gets topless. and Shane getting... Elizabeth, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I can picture... I picture... Chris being, you know, six seven, mil, I'm sorry, millimeter Peter being six seven and just <laughs> sitting there with a millimeter Peter going, <laughs> and the popcorn. I was profusely sweating, just like I, can't, I gotta remember this for an hour and a half so I can run to the bathroom, San Diego poop, I really just wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so besides uh, fun movie hijinks, uh, one of the things we like to talk about, at least recently since COVID's been going down, it's been such a big bummer, is things that have been uh, getting you through the week. We like to do our short and spooky picks of the week. That was good. Yeah. So uh, uh, is there a TV show, podcast, is there a book you've been reading? Is there what, What's been doing it for you this week that's got you through? Oh, conspiracy theories. Nice. Oh, yeah. Got any specific oh, yeah. ones you want to lay on us? Uh, the one uh, I told you before, the Denver airport. Yes. The, oh, that one's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's supposed to be a hidden world underneath. Yep. There's gargoyles at the airport. There's like the haunted uh, horse. The horse statue, which yeah. is yeah. real. Yep. And yeah. has glowing eyes, right? Yeah. The guy built the statue. Once he was done, when he looked at it, he was like, I'm done. It falls on him and kills him. Crushed to death that's by your cool. own piece of art. How yeah. ironic. Yeah, that's kind of a good way to go out. That's good. Hopefully, um, I'll... I'll fall, I'll fall underneath our uh, our mixer. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> just keep hitting with myself with it. Hopefully when you're crushed to death, a horse penis won't be involved. <laughs> I mean, I, I won't be cool with that. Hey, man. We got to go out with a horse cock. You know, at least it's, go it, it might not be yours, yeah. but it, it'll be something. Johnny, you got to pick of the week? Yeah. So uh, as you guys know, uh, 
course, I love anthology shows, not only because of this podcast, but I've been watching new anthology shows. I just recently watched Tales from the Hood Part 3. <laughs> uh, you know, not the best Tales from the Hood. I like the first one best, but uh, still it's something. What are the best? Uh, well, keep going. Uh, and then I watched uh, Clive Barker, the Hellraiser creator. He wrote us uh, Books of Blood. Wow. Uh, now, now for free on Hulu. Highly, highly recommended. So, um, What's that about? It's uh, an anthology movie about basically three different stories that all are entwined together oh, at, cool. at the end. And uh, one of them is about this girl who like gets locked inside the walls of this place and like they cut out her eyes and ears and tongue and stuff. So she's just trapped and mute and kept alive inside the walls of a house, which is pretty crazy. And then there's another one where it's like a dude uh, who can communicate with the dead, but he's like pulling a trick and so the dead decide to actually communicate with him. It's got a nice kind of oh, ironic cool. twist there. I, yeah. lo- I love that. I love when they have like the the, the twist like that. You got to love the twist. That's the whole Twilight Zone mm-hmm. effect. That's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say move over, Tales from the Hood 3, Books of Blood's where it's at. So that's going to be my short and spooky <gasps> pick, pick of the, of the week. week. <laughs> All right. What um, about you, buddy? I, 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 uh, oof. I think I'm gonna have to go with um, my Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Mario Kart. Mario Kart. We've been killing it. We've been playing. There's about t- ten to eleven of yeah. us that we play all from our work group, um, and it is super fun. People just talk trash online. It's it's all it's all very lighthearted, but, um, but I I'm, I got to get better. It's fun to talk <laughs> trash and then back it up. Yeah, well, well so well, look, for listeners at home, John Johnny is, uh, he wasn't using a mic for the first couple of times, and he would just come in, and he was like, oh, I'm not that good, I'm doing good, and he came in and was taking some thrones from people. What I said is I like to like my, let my racing speak for itself. Yeah, I don't and he to, did. I don't need to talk any trash, but. Yeah. Uh, he probably has cheat codes on, but it's okay. I have my Game Genie. The Game Genie. <laughs> and then what was the one after the Game Genie? Game Shark? Game Shark. Game Shark. Didn't you have to like? Did you have to like punch in codes. like code numbers for those? Yeah. I mean, nowadays it would be so much easier if you have the internet at your fingertips. But before it was just like you have to read it out of like a hint book or Game Pro or something. Wasn't it like a memory card that you put in? There was what that was for PlayStation. They had one. Oh yeah. Where it was like you, you like plugged it in. I remember getting it for like um, Metal Girl. Uh, Metal Girl saw it. Good lord. Metal. All right there. Yeah. Metal. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Okay. And uh, this had a stroke. Uh, yeah, for Metal Gear Solid. And uh, you had to punch in, this is like like 20-digit code, and I could never do it correctly. I was just trying to get, like, infinite life. I just wanted to beat the whole game. But, yeah, that was... Uh, cheat codes now don't really exist anymore. It's not fun to cheat. No, it's not. No. Just, just, just like with the relationships, okay? Wow. It's not fun to cheat. Plus, you have to be in one to... Yeah, so <laughs> that's a big problem for us. Yeah, we we have to, we go right around on that. It's just you know why we never cheat. Never have the opportunity. Never have the opportunity. That's right. We're good guys. Tell me, watch this porn. I'm cheating right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like allasians.com. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cheat on you. Sorry, Italians. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm on milf. I'm on milf hunter, and don't don't tell allasians.com. <laughs> Uh, part here, but that's a, that's your pick of the week, all yeah. Asians. I and, mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Nintendo no, no, Switch. Actually, you know what? I'm doing. I'm gonna do porno for my pick of the week. Actually, all right. There you go. Porno. Just, we salute you. Yeah. You know what? Anyone who feels shame watching porno, pornog, as we or, or nog as we used to call it. 
Nothing wrong with nothing a little nog. Nothing wrong with some nog. Mm-hmm. Keep, get your, your lady pipes clean. Keep your man pipe clean. Get your nipples clean. As long as it's clean. Yeah. Good, clean, um, fun. But the- hey, let's get into the bare bones of this thing, boy. That's right. We do this show because we love talking about anthology shows, and we got a brand new one this week. Wait, I thought we did one of this one. Already. No, we oh. are doing Dark Room, the series, for the first time. Yeah. Um, so, this one is called The Boogeyman Will Get You, and the second part is Uncle George. It's a season one, episode two? Episode three. Episode three. Well, I think it's two and three. It's weird. Well, It's like listed differently on, on different websites that I was looking at. I'm pretty certain it's not because they all go in two parts, right? So, the first episode would have been one and two, and this is going to be episodes three and four. Oh, okay, 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 I got you. So this came out in uh, the 80, 4th of December. 81. 1981. Oh, that's right. John was 16 years old when this came out. <laughs> this, uh, uh, we could barely do this one if it was just a little bit older, but we got it. It's in our, it's in our, our, fun, our prime zone. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we, if it was a little less, we could have pumped it up a bit. But um, So this one is, the first part is about... Uh, a couple, just a few characters. So we got, um, we got Dee Dee, Dee Dee and Nancy, or yes. sisters. Mm-hmm. And well, w- w- let's talk about intro. Okay, yeah. What do you think of the intro for this TV show? It's like basically a really low camera that zooms around a house, almost like the point of view of like a mouse or something. I swear we did this episode. We did the show before. We've never done it. It's just like dark side. Uh, Tales from the dark side. Yeah, it just like that same kind of thing. Well, Tales from the Dark Side doesn't have this in its opening, but we have watched this intro before. Okay. Um, it's a good intro. It's hosted by James Coburn. Yeah, very famous actor. Um, I, I don't, he's not been in anything that I've ever watched, but I recognize his face. Yeah, he, he's been in a ton he's of shit. He's got a great, great voice, too. He won what, a Academy Award. For what? Supporting actor. For, for, do you know what for? God damn. 1992. Or 1999. He won the year for... <laughs> ni- I can look it up right now. James Coburn. Starts with an A. Affection. Affliction. Adaption? Adaption. No, no, Affliction. It's Affliction. affliction. 1997. He plays Glenn Whitehouse. Cool. Uh, and then, um, my God, there's so much to get into in these two episodes, This is or these two parts. Well, as we like to do is, uh, do you want to do any drinking game rules? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some drinking game rules. Um, every time, uh, here, you go first. Well, one of the things I think that is glaring is that every character in both the first bit and the second bit uses everybody's name multiple times per sentence. Okay. So I would just say, anytime you hear Dee Dee, Nancy, Julie, anything, because it's always like, Julie, how could you do that, Julie? Like, yeah. it's just, it's so over the top, so. And then the other guy's name is what? Philip? Phil. Philip, yeah. Phil Ames. Yeah. Didn't he look like Will Forte to you? He did, actually. <laughs> I thought that's who he looked like. Every time I saw him, I couldn't get that out of my head. <laughs> I thought the other, uh, the, uh, and, oh, that's the second, that's the second part. We'll get into that later. Um, I was going to say, uh, damn, that's actually really good. That's, that almost won't be enough for, to get you drunk. Yeah. Or you can also drink every time they drink. Cause the second bit, there's a lot of, there's a lot of drinking. <laughs> well, we, we should address that because, uh, I, for the drinking game rules, we'll do that for the second one because okay. there's, there's someone I definitely want to add into. Sure. Chris, you got any, um, drinking game rules for this first one? Oh, how about every time you see a bat or they talk about bats? Because there's multiple flying bats in the first one. There is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, what, uh, that's good for now. That's fine. Let's I really want to get into this one because this is fucking stupid cuckoo bananas. Uh, so we have Helen Hunt as uh, Nancy. Yeah. Helen Hunt, of course, you know from Twister. Twister and As Good As It Gets. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of shit. She was on uh, Mad About You. Mad About You, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Paul Never Rizzo. really watched that show. It wasn't really good. Okay. <laughs> it really wasn't. I wasn't missing much. <laughs> yeah, it was perfectly mediocre. It's like saying, oh, I never watched Frasier. You're like, oh, you're not missing much. Uh, did, did you guys notice like some weird edits? Yeah. In- like, I couldn't tell if it was maybe the stream... Because I was on the NBC stream. As was I, yeah. So I was like, there's no way this is just, like, my stream being shitty. This is, like, the, what the network put out. By the way, thanks, NBC, for actually doing us a solid and having this available for free. Yeah. yeah. Hey, take a drink for NBC. Yeah. Salute. All of us. Let's take a, uh, a drink together, my friends. So Have, have some bread. One of the things <laughs> I love about this episode that you see a lot in these anthology shows is the younger brother or sister who's obsessed with horror. Mm-hmm. They do that a lot in these Dee Dee? shows. Yeah, Dee Dee's a big horror buff. Ah, she kind of irritated me. She's a bitch. I, she, you're, <laughs> <laughs> she is, I mean, she's supposed to kind of get under your under your nerves. She's the cliche like younger sibling, or like just a sibling that's like me. Yeah, but you know, it seems like she's not trying to cause as much trouble for Nancy. You know, it's more like uh, kind of adores her, kind of. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not coming from a place of being a brat. She had some really nice eyes. Yeah. Didi? Yeah. Didi yeah. has these so those big brown eyes that uh, I'll take a drink for right now. Because <laughs> I sound creepy. She, she would per, uh, fit perfectly in Oakland right now. Like mm-hmm. She looks like an Oakland chick right now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. the fucking funky leather jacket. Yeah. yeah the funky glasses. Lovin'? Funky butt loving jacket. <laughs> Did he just say funky butt <laughs> There it um, is. Wasn't there a thing that was like Monsters... Oh, man, in the intro, there was, like, something that was, like, Monsters... Monster Magazine? Yeah, Monsters... You are talking about James Coburn was reading? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so he was reading a Monster Magazine, and he was talking about how much fun it was to, like, watch on Saturday afternoons and stuff like that. Um, And I think that's their first misdirect, because he's reading about vampires. Yeah. And the way this movie starts off, they're they're at a horror movie, and... uh, Was it Phantom of the... I thought it was Phantom of the Opera, yes? Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just another kind of misdirect because if it was had been a different type of horror movie, I don't want to specify and give away the twist, but it does a good job of kind of throwing you off the scent at first. How do you guys feel about uh, going to drive-ins? I love it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny because you can... Smoke weed and drink beer and talk during the whole movie. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Literally, those are the three things I was just going to say. Instead of getting a blowjob and watching two kids walk past you. Or getting a boner between your mom and your sister. <laughs> now I have to honk now, the horn to make sure someone notices. You guys see me? <laughs> hey, look what's going on in this car. Uh, I'm going to go to the back seat, mom and sister, real quick. <laughs> just cranking off behind there. They do say that in the movie. He, like Nancy does call Dee Dee little sister, which drives me crazy when people do that in movies. It's like, isn't that right, little sister or little bro? It's like, nobody talks like that. I just got called little bro by my older brother. Oh, really? But it was a birthday. It said, happy birthday, little bro. Okay, well, there's the term of endearment. I believe that one. Yeah. yeah way to be a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, so Dee Dee and Nancy are at the uh, drive-in theater. They're watching a the horror movie, and Nancy's concerned because her friend Julie has not yet shown up. Yeah. And this is uh this is the first step in the, in the, the kind of the, the plot going forward and in like them worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> they this is when things get fun. <laughs> so they leave and they're driving back and they're on this like middle of nowhere road. Yep. Top down. <laughs> top, yep. Top <laughs> down. At Twelve o'clock at night. 
Convertible? Yeah. What time of night do you think that is, Chris? 11.45. Uh, I, 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 this, this whole thing, like, when they, like, they swerve to, like... They see a man in the road. They see a man in the road, and... He's just standing there, and they're driving up, and they're like, Oh my god, wait! Like, they, they make it look, seem like he had just jumped out, basically, but he's standing there the whole time. Yeah, yeah and there's no impact. It was a good stop, though. She, like, braked and... Barely missed a bush. It was perfect. No, she did great. And, but she thinks she hit him. Yeah, even though... How do, you, <laughs> how do you think you hit somebody if there's there no There would kinda... be blood on your on your car and also an impact noise. Like, literally, there's nothing like that. And that... Well, I guess to the point, this is when Dee Dee's like, Vampire! Yeah, she's like, did you see that bat? It was a vampire bat. And then Nancy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, there's nothing there. And... Uh, they go ahead and move along, and then they end up seeing this exact same man at the gas station. This, uh, where we find out this, uh... Okay. Chris, I'm gonna ask you first. Yeah. Uh, just... What, what age do you think this man is? <laughs> How... He's like, he's like 33, and he said he remembers her when she was like 15? Five years ago? Or three years ago? He stayed with them for two weeks. Uh-huh. So, so, just to get... John, you're you're. How old do you think this guy is? It, both in the show and in real life. Um, I want to say this actor is probably yeah mid thirties. I think he's trying to play a late twenties though. God damn, we're yeah. old. That's like when you see yourself in a picture, you're like, fuck. That's like mid twenties in the early eighties. They looked old. Yeah, I think the camera doesn't help either. No, <laughs> the camera doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it had been audio, I would have totally believed it. Um, but yeah, so they, they think they hit this guy that's standing in the middle of the road, and I loved, one of my favorite lines in this part of the episode was, uh, she's like, I think I just hit that guy, and Dee Dee just goes, wow, <laughs> and gets out of the car. <laughs> like, not like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's cool. Well, they find out that this, this guy that they think they hit, his name is Phil. He is up here, they're visiting a lake, just like Nancy and her family are visiting. They're, like, out doing, like, a camping thing, a retreat. Oh, also, he, he then, like, swoops up on them. Yeah. At the gas station. Yeah, and he basically explains, yeah, I remember you, don't you remember me? Yeah. And this he's is like when the creep no. vibes come out. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, like, she's like, oh, we thought we ran you over. He's like, oh, that was you? <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's like oh, there was a lot of. I didn't mean to, to frighten me. you by creeping up behind you at the gas station out of nowhere in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, yeah. So Dee Dee automatically is getting bad vibes from this dude and thinks that he's a vampire, and it's yeah. it's discounted because she's a horror buff. Of course, she thinks that. Yeah, but also he, he's like, you don't remember me, do you? Like I stayed with you guys for two weeks five years ago, and I'm like, why wouldn't Dee Dee, who's older, like remember this? Because Dee Dee's not older. Yeah, because Dee Dee's going to college. No, Didi's going to high school. But aren't they like Nancy's going to college? Yeah, she's going to Howard. Oh, that's right. She's going to Johns Hopkins. Oh yeah, that's a good school. Yeah, it is a good school. <laughs> that's a, that's what he's like. Really, what are you going to study? It's like, well, it's a medical school, so I'm going there to study medicine. Um, but yeah, uh, but Didi's younger. That's why she's act, treated like such a kid. Isn't that it, the the whole like writing on this is so dumb? Because it's like, yeah, you would like like when I was eighteen. I'm sorry, 13, because she would have been 13 five years ago. Like, I would absolutely remember if some person stayed at my house for two fucking weeks. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it was this exact same cabin. Yeah, he's like staring her down the whole time. And, okay. Cut to the next day. They're uh, out hanging out at the lake, and Dee Dee and Nancy are swimming. Babe. Babe? 
Helen Hunt, she's oh, yeah. dude. I you know, Helen Hunt. Say what you will. She's looking good in this movie. Yeah, okay. ugly episode. Well, I, honestly, I felt like this was a movie, except it was cut down to thirty minutes. Like it kind of has a lot of the production value that I would come to expect from a movie, but like. It doesn't drag out for fucking an hour and a half long. You only have to watch it for t- 30 minutes. So you get the best of it. They also make uh, a reference right when they're in the gas station about something. He's like, don't worry, I don't bite hard or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and after watching it a couple of times, I was like, oh, this is the, yeah, the foreshadowing. Because so at much first about. they're like, you know, vampire bite. And then, you know, the twist at the end, we find out. Um, but then, uh, all right, so... They're talking again. Where's Julie? Julie didn't show up for the uh, driving movie. Julie hasn't shown up to go s- swimming. And uh, Dee Dee jumps in the water, and then there's the reveal of inside of a, a bunch of floating like crap yeah. in the water. You see a hand, and it's Julie's hand. Right and some hair. Right down. And right her place hair. Right down. Well, they, she also, what I think Dee Dee's like, no one goes swimming in the dark. I was like, bullshit. Everybody goes I've, swimming. In the that's like one of the best times to go swimming. It's fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, they take Nancy down to the police station, and then they ask her a bunch of questions. And while she's down there, they the, the story kind of is pieced together exactly what's going on. Um, the cops think don't think that she was by herself because she was skinny dipping. And they're like, usually people don't go skinny dipping by themselves. And I was like, all right, well, that's actually a pretty astute uh, yeah, that's, that's observation by the local cops. You ever been skinny dipping? <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to have some warm water, though, right? Yeah. Millimeter, cool. Peter. <laughs> Can't get any smaller. Well, if it's cold, everyone's going to be shrinking. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be like, yo, it's cold. It's normal, <laughs> hey, right? We're all there. It's a trick of the moon. Again, so. you get the Audi belly button going on down there. Very nice. Um, But, uh, yeah, is this a police detective not the worst police detective of all time? Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's got to have to find somebody completely inept, and he's giving away all the information of the case, like, yep. as if Nancy's not just sitting there. Yeah. On the phone, just being like, "Y'all have a you know a large pizza, please." Thank well, you. Well, no, he goes, he goes, no, I don't think it's related to that other girl who was murdered the exact same way, yeah. forty miles away. <laughs> and he's also like, "No, they decided that it wasn't. She wasn't killed by drowning because there was no water in her lungs." And you're like, "Okay." And it's like, "What are you talking about? Decapitated?" Yeah. Like everything he's saying is just like complete exposition. It's great. Oh, uh, it was great. And then he's that phone call is so convenient for him. Uh, and then he's like. Yeah, these damn reporters, like, reporting fucking young women being murdered. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm trying to keep this down. Keep yeah. this shit hush-hush. That was such a great one. It was. Uh, but they see Phil also there. Uh, Dee Dee sees Phil, and Phil's like, hey, by the way, don't tell your sister that I was here. And she goes, why not? And he goes, uh, you'll figure it out in a couple years. It's like, basically, like, I'm trying to get up in that. Oh, <laughs> it's so like, gross. It is so gross. Uh, this is when you, it's finally completely obvious that he has intentions to, uh, put the moves on Nancy, who I'm hoping is of age, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was, like, 17. Yeah. Um, and can we briefly touch on, uh, the dad? The dad seems, like, completely checked out, and, like, he wants his (laughs) daughter to get plowed. Like, it (laughs) seems like he's, like, all about it. Get a baby in you. Yeah. He, dude, he the entire time he's just like, ah, everything's fine, it's cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, he, he, him and the 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 cop must be buddies or like grew up together because they both are just like the most dismissive people you can yeah. imagine. It's like, ah, he's just being nice, fondling <laughs> your breasts. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're supposed to get together and have dinner. So Phil goes over to their oh, house, Jesus, this whole thing, to have dinner, 
And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they're sitting so close to each other that their elbows are bumping while they're trying to eat dinner. I I wrote down the exact same thing. It's a huge table, too. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine imagine you're you're a parent and you have a a middle-aged man over for dinner and he's sitting (laughs) that close to your daughter, like, literally, like, rubbing elbows with her. And you're just like, eh, it's just uh, fucking Phil or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah, Phil. Fill her up. Yeah, right. He's trying to fill her up. (laughs) His name was not by accident. Did uh, did he get a look at the food at all? I didn't really see what they were eating. It was probably Salisbury steak or some other old food. Yeah. I've never had a Salisbury steak. It's just like a pork cut of meat covered in gravy. I thought it was like like ground beef made into a steak. No? Uh, no. Oh, really? Salisbury steak steak is, yeah, it's, it's like really brown, like gray steak. And it's got a gravy on it because it's so bad. I remember, uh, I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but in, in Rookie of the Year. Um, Funky butt loving. That's a drink. Okay. Um, <laughs> no arguments here. When, uh, what's what's the, uh, Gary, um, Busey. Gary Busey? He's like finally befriending um, the little uh, Benny, no, not Benny Shepard, whatever the kid's name, the pitcher, and he's like. Did you say Sandlot? Benny? Yeah, so I, I thought Benny. But he, uh, he, he like calls him over. It's like when he's finally like, okay, kid. And he's like, what do you eat? And he's like, I just had the best Salisbury steak of my entire life on a plane. <laughs> and I'm like, that on a plane is when you had your best Salisbury steak of your entire Salisbury life? Salisbury steak is like Swedish meatballs. It it's is. It's just like something that like for some reason was popular, but nobody ever liked it. Have you ever had them from uh, Ikea? N- not from Ikea. And the human meat in it. Hmm? Remember how they found uh, human remains in the meatballs? No way. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah you remember that's, that? That's very much October. That's Halloween. Yeah, yeah we love cannibals. <laughs> that was a big uh, thing in the late 90s. They shut them down for like two weeks. Oof. Yeah. Human's fine, probably. That's fine. So dad doesn't care that Phil's all up in his daughter's business. Uh, Phil tells Nancy, because Nancy gets all upset and she leaves the table. And then Phil goes out there and he's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I had been seeing Julie. But now I'm interested in you. But he was like, I really liked her. Yeah. But I wish I'd met you first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is this not like the biggest like change? Like, Like she goes from being like, I'm creeped out to just being like, I'm all I'm about it. white as fuck. Yeah. It was an awkward kiss, too. Of course it was. Oh, how oh. creepy was that? <laughs> oh, he went in. Ugh. You know, it, like, again, like, he's... I wonder how... I'm gonna look it up. Keep Look talking. how old he was when he, when it yeah. was filmed and how old she was when it was filmed. She, she was 18. Chris and I looked it up uh, earlier. <laughs> so it's okay for you to feel those feelings? It was legal? You're like, I got it. It's cool. That kiss was more awkward than saying, uh, Mad About You is your favorite show. <laughs> Which is pretty damn awkward. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the next day, Dee Dee and Mom leave because Dee Dee has to go back to school. Um, and Nancy's going to stay up there for another couple days with Dad, uh, who's on his writing retreat with uh, Phil. Um, and Nancy goes to the store to go buy some ingredients to bake a cake. And the dude who works at the store is like, really, what's up? So, he was born in 1950. God, forty-one so, years old, and she was eighteen. She well, that's not fit though. Wait, did, oh. 31. thirty-one. What? He was thirty-one there. He 31, looks thirty-one. So thirty-one and eighteen. Randy Powell was born April fourteenth, nineteen fifty-nine, Iowa City, Iowa. Known for Logan's Run, Days of Our Lives in Dallas. That's why I recognize him from. 
still what? But still, 31 and 18, like, think about, you like, all three of us uh, work with people who are around that age in various degrees. Like, the, I would be creeped out of my mind if someone like our age was... I mean, I hang out at the high schools. <laughs> I mean, Millimeter Peter, you... So the, you much right to in. the chagrin of the police, yeah. yeah. You guys want some Salisbury steak? <laughs> <laughs> I got some Salisbury steak in my van if you want to check it out. Yeah, dogs. And bats. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, there was also another scene with a bat that I didn't t- mention. But Oh, yep, take a drink. Take a drink. Um, so the man at the store uh, says, oh, I there's a man here who is saying, Phil, I don't recognize his name because he never comes into my store to buy anything, which is another kind of tip. Maybe he works overnights or something. Yeah. Sleeping all day. Yeah, so again, you're like, okay, awake all night, asleep all day. This is a vampire trope. I'm so I'm just drunk. I mean, it's it it's it could completely explain all of this. Yes, wouldn't it be great if it just turned out that he's just a crippling alcoholic? I'm just a raging <laughs> that's alcoholic. Why he was, that's why he was walking home. He actually didn't have a motorcycle. He just was too drunk. He <laughs> <laughs> was coming back from a bar. He's like, hey, did you see a bat? I think I saw a bat. Yeah, I think I saw a bat. I actually, this is booze in this gas can, actually. So Nancy gets suspicious uh, that, you know, he doesn't ever go to this grocery store. So she decides to uh, do a little snooping. Uh, So she goes by his house the next day and she tries to, like, get his attention. But Phil doesn't answer the door because uh, he's busy writing, I guess, is what we're supposed to assume. Uh, So Nancy goes, she bakes the cake and then she invites Phil over. And then as soon as she sees Phil pull up, she gets in her car and decides to go snoop inside of his house. Again, she lets uh, herself inside. Again, another take another drink with because the dad's just like, "All right, you can go, whatever." And like, like takes a piece of the cake. Wait, so the dad's the professor and he's just helping them. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he's there. So he's like, "Here, come stay at my house with my daughter." Yeah. Well, my his two daughters, and uh, he's writing his manuscript. It's called Demonology and Heartbreak. Uh, I'll read that. Millimeter Peter, is that going to be your next tattoo or what? No, absolutely on the neck. Demonology in the modern world. Oh, yeah. That's it. Demonology in, in my, the modern world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while she's snooping around, she finds a key, and she thinks, oh, this is the key that they were looking for, the key that Julie had to the boathouse, because they couldn't find it when they found her oh, dead that, body earlier. Also, that key was like out of like a fucking video game. Yeah, it looked like a hell of... Like one of those skeleton keys with the yeah, it was like like a fucking look. as generic looking as like or not generic like as like a jailer's cliche, key. yeah, like exactly, yeah, um, yeah. So little little uh, breaking and entering, yeah, no big deal, little beanie, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I wouldn't mind if th- that if Helen Hunt came breaking and entering into my place. Oh, eighty one Helen Hunt, come on in, yeah, <laughs> come on in. Uh, and so she finds, uh, besides just the key, something else that's kind of suspicious is that in the bathroom, there's no mirror in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole. That's a big trope of the whole thing. Is that yeah. like he's got no mirrors and and you know that's a, for those of you that are stupid. Uh, <laughs> of course, most of our audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're like, okay, well, there's no mirrors in there, so he must be a vampire because they, be vamp- they can't see their own reflections. And he's vamping. That's the point. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, Dad and Phil are sitting there, they're talking books, and, uh, the, the dad gets a phone call from Dee Dee, and he's like, uh-huh, right, great. And then he looks over to Phil, and he's like, by the way, my daughter thinks you're a vampire. <laughs> it's like, spills it all out for him. He's like, hey, I got this quick, the dad is just, uh, probably, the, out. you know what? some Salisbury steak <laughs> Yeah. Dad, Dad's the winner in this episode, I think. <laughs> Where he cracks open the beer when he goes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you gonna leave? All right then. Sounds good. <laughs> yep. 
All right, my my do- my hottie daughter will show up. Don't worry about that. Yep. Uh, so uh, Nancy decides to go try the key at the boathouse, uh, and cool. while she's there, cool music during that scene. Phil shows up. Yeah. Um, I I just yeah. Phil shows up and. He starts. He confronts her because now he's like, "Oh, well, she must think I'm a vampire too because Dee Dee's been feeding her all this information." Um, uh, so he goes and he's like, "Hey, listen, uh, there's some stuff that I want to talk to you about." Um, it's. He's like, he starts saying that there's these ripples. He's like, "Well, your sister thinks I'm a vampire, and now that's going to start ripples. Now other people are going to start asking questions." And you're like, well, this is weird. Like, he gives a shit about his reputation, even though he's sniffing around a 17-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh... It's 81, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. It's it's a different time. Uh, it was totally okay then. Uh, so, he's, uh... He kisses her underneath the full moon, and oh. then uh, he's like... He reaches out for her, and you see he's got a monster hand. It's all fuzzy and hairy and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, so wait a minute. Something is, is up. Knows his dick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With the five opposable digits on it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he moves his uh, monster hand, and then uh, he's like, well, I can explain exactly what happened. I'm not a vampire, and I would never lie to you. And then the camera cuts back to him, and it's like just his profile, and it's the reveal where he's not a vampire. He's a werewolf. Dude. Ooh. Werewolf of London. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, rest in peace. Warren Zevon? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Was it? Sound, sound occasion. Warren Zevon. Oh, I thought that was... New Orleans. Of, yeah, New Orleans. I thought Nyalans. it sounded more French. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Sac le yeah, You got the French Quarter. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah, there you go. Um, But that's the whole reveal. Is the whole time you're thinking, okay, this dude's a fucking vampire, and he's not a fucking vampire. He's a fucking werewolf. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's uh, okay. The mask was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I mean, but I'd prefer that them to to keep it obscured in shadow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to kind of let your imagination do a little of the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. better than showing too much. Okay, so I have a couple questions. Yeah. Uh, before we get into our ratings. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's give this a little rating, and then afterwards we'll do a rating of the second bit, and then we can average our totals. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, real quick, my question though is. I maybe I'm not familiar with the, the the realm or the lore with werewolves. Isn't it only in full moons when they come out? Usually, yeah, a full moon is what turns them. So, are we led to believe that um, he killed the the friend when he was a werewolf, mm-hmm. even though they'd only not seen her for a couple of days, and then a couple of days later, he's a werewolf again? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if. Uh, he killed her because he had to because he's like well now your family thinks I'm a vampire so now I need to like dispose of your whole family so well what I'm just saying like so it should have happened a a month ago um, yeah it should be one month apart because there's a a full moon only once a month I agree if they had said Julie's been missing for a whole month that's exactly that would have been way better and then they find her remains like completely decomposed that would have been more awesome too and it would have kind of kept with the logic. The way this makes it seem is that he has agency over his transformation. Yeah. All right, let's get into our ratings. Okay. All right, Chris, uh, the way this works is we do... Um... <gasps> Creepy crawlers! That's our grading scale on a 0 to 10. 
zero being the worst, ten being the best. Um, you can weigh into it uh, nostalgia factor, funness, like like how bad. How hot so you think good, she is? How hot Helen Hunt you think is? Okay. Um, so and and then it's just overall uh, one of the big things we always talk about is if uh, if if you'd show this to someone else, that's a really big factor in in your creepy crawler ratings. Do you want to take it away and start? No, no. What, uh, well, can, I, can I say something real quick? Of Do course. It. I thought it was funny how he kept hyping up that dinner. He said like three different times, he's like, I'll see you for dinner. And oh, then yeah. he went to a police station, I'll see you for dinner. So now you think about it, he's a hungry werewolf. Like, Oh, uh, yeah. That dinner was his dinner. I'll see you for that Salisbury steak. Salisbury steak, baby. And mm-hmm. then I'll see you for your skin, Helen Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, she didn't wear a bra. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in there. Nope. Um, okay. Uh, so who wants to go first? Um, let's uh, let's have you go first. Uh, buddy. Um, uh, millimeter Peter can. Uh... Okay. So uh, I think that this uh, was fun. I like the idea of the misdirection to make you think, oh, this is vampire, and then it's not vampire; it's a werewolf. Um, I think that some of the clues could have been a little bit more thought out to make it seem like more like of like a, oh yeah when you put it together at the end. Um, but that being said, uh, I think Helen Hunt played a fun, you know, final girl, and uh, it was kind of lame. I don't know. I guess I'll give it a, uh, I guess I'll give it a six out of ten. Creepy crawlers. It was, it was okay. I probably wouldn't show it to somebody unless they were like, oh, I like Helen Hunt, or right I'd, about you. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. But that's probably the only way I'd show it to them. But I thought it was a cool changing of expectations, which is mm-hmm. what, where it's, what it's all about for me. All right. Uh, do you want to go next? I'll give it a five. And for five what? out creepy crawlers. Five. I liked it all, but the ending was just like, okay, you're not gonna lie to her that you're not a vampire, but then you turn, you're a wolf. And Helen Hunt, she was hot back then. <laughs> you're not gonna give it a boost up from that. Uh, it's five point six. Five point six creepy all right. crawlers from the millimeter Peter. Six inches tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad always did. <laughs> Um, I, I agree with both your guys' points. Like, it was one of those ones that I was interested. I really wouldn't show it. To, like, I wouldn't have a friend over and be like, dude, you gotta watch this. It wasn't funny in any means. Uh, I like that it was, the, the classic horror monsters are always fun around Halloween. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we are in the spooky season right now. That's all right. Um, Helen Hunt, total babe. Smoke show. 81, Smoke babe. Show. 81, babe. Yeah, eighty one, babe. Yeah, past ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, little did she know she was gonna have a fight with a bunch of tornadoes later in her life. <laughs> little did she know she has have to kiss Paul Reiser for ten years. Jeez, Louise, that sounds bad. Yeah. Um, but it, what are you giving it? It entertained. It entertained me. The twist was stupid. Um, the second part of the episode we're doing has a way better, a way more fun twist. I think. And this one just was 5.25. Right up the middle. Yeah. yeah. The point two five is just from Helen Hunt. Okay. Well. And Dee Dee's very nice brown eyes. Mm. That's, uh, that's the not... Iceman for you. Throwing those icy cold scores at you. That's the Iceman, baby. <laughs> right play, on. Play my drop again. I will play it right here. It's stupid. The Iceman cometh. Bullshit. Say, I better change the Iceman and fuck yourself. Garbage. Nice to see you. I fucking hated it. 
And there it is. There it is. All right. So uh, we're going to take a little break here, and uh, we're going to do a little candy talk, which is always a, a fun thing for us to do. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll have some uh, second half of uh, Dark Room. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. See you soon. One second. Find that devil. Welcome back to Short and Spooky. This is Millimeter Peter. Ooh. Wait, um, we got to make you a drop. Yeah, we got to think of something good for you. Like a sad song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Millimeter Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Good personality. But, yes. Despite how great your personality is, uh, today we are talking special candy. We're talking Skittles yogurt dips. Yeah. Uh, is this, this must be relatively new, eh? It is a new, it is new candy. We only a like... nude to, candy? It's a new candy. We only like to do fruity candies around here. No chocolate. Yeah. Um, are, are you a chocolate guy? Not really. No, me neither. I, yeah. I feel like I, I, if you're going to go candy, go fruity. Yeah. Well, uh, You these, know what I say around here? What? Fruity patootie. Call me a cutie. Okay, cutie. All right. You've got go. it. Um, but yeah, so this is, uh... What do you guys say? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? What do you think about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. These skinny dips. Two thumbs up. Yeah, uh, Chris has two thumbs up, and he's fully hard. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell, again, but... You said it kind of reminded you of chocolate a little bit. Right. I thought it... I, I, Dude, I swear yeah. I tasted chocolate in there. It's Maybe like it's just the combination of the yogurt. There might be a little chocolate in there. Oh, so let's describe them real quick. Okay. You got it? You're the... What, how, how what I would describe them is a Skittle with some yogurt on it. It tastes exactly how it sounds. Like, it kind of reminds me of, you know what it reminds me of is um, uh, those Tootsie Roll Pop. Oh, yeah, the, the inferior. That, where it's candy mixed with chocolate. The inferior to the Bubble Pop, or the, the Blow Pop. Yeah. Blow, Blow Pop, Pop was way better. Leaps and bounds. How how long do you think, do you guys remember when you get to the, actually get to the gum? Like when you're finally starting to crunch after you get through the, the, the lollipop? Mm-hmm. That gum lasted like maybe 12 seconds yeah i would swallow it immediately what was the, the wasn't the whole rumor that like it, they're like if you swallow gum it's gonna be in your body for seven years yeah that like it's not a rumor it's fact it, it hangs no, out it, in your colon no I, I think what it was is it would if it was in your body for that long it would take seven years for it to to digest but you would just poop it out you sure about that yeah <laughs> Google. What's the strangest thing you've ever pooped out? Oh, no, we've talked about this before. A Barbie shoe. What? I had to go, I got a colonoscopy, and I had a Barbie shoe in my colon <laughs> from when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you heard me. Was that a high heel? Or... No, I had a colonic. <laughs> I had a colonic. I got it. Me and a me and, uh, friend of the podcast, a uh, friend of mine, you know Nina, we both got colonics. We bought them for each other because we didn't want to go by ourselves. And some rough Eastern European woman administered my colonic. And there's a little place where you could see in the wall after they fill you up, everything going out. And there was a Barbie shoe in there. I must have eaten it when I was younger. (laughs) Just chilling. I'm in tears right now. You ate a... I must have, as a child, accidentally swallowed a Barbie shoe. (laughs) How do you accidentally swallow a Barbie shoe? Well, maybe I did it on purpose. I just have no memory of it. John was a little fat kid. 
I was a fat boy. Like, like, uh, with long hair. I had long black hair. Did, uh, we've said in the podcast before, but you got to tell um, Millimeter Peter that your story about with the the school photographer. The school photographer thought I was a girl uh, <laughs> because I had shaved my eyebrows off, and I guess I I was androgynous looking. You're really not sure exactly what was going on with me. But I got suspended because uh, the guy's like, are you sure you don't want to smile, sweetheart? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were a girl. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were gay. Like, like, And I got suspended for this in uh, seventh grade. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a complicated time. Uh, you know. The 90s. Yeah, it was the 90s, okay? <laughs> I was big Marilyn Manson head at the time. Never been a fan. Yeah, well. Respect, wait for t- sure. Wait till you're, you know, 200 pounds and in, in living in 1994. Um, I actually wouldn't mind trading that for what I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. Just to go back to 94 and, and like... Uh, and Barbie shoes? And Well, I mean, I'd be missing one, of course, because oh John God. had eaten it. <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on those Mattel products. I just don't... I, I'm so curious of, like, what... What it must have entailed for you to accidentally or on purpose eat a Barbie shoe? Well, it, what was crazy, though, is that it was like, in my colon it, for years. I picture Fat John, like, eating popcorn and somehow, like, a, a thing, like, a, a, a Barbie shoe fell into it and you just, unbeknownst, just, like... <laughs> my brother could have shoved it down my throat while I was asleep. I have no idea. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Uh... Telling people you have a Barbie fetish and like, oh, you like the way it looks? Yeah. Nah, I like eating the food. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just like eating the shoes. Don't ask me. It was yeah. made of something. Whatever it was made out of, it was sturdy. Is it still in there? No, it came out. I told you. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Was that high heel though? Or it was, I think, a, loafer. I think it was a slip on. It was like a thong or whatever. I don't know what that was exactly what it was. <laughs> he knows what it was. He doesn't want to tell us. <laughs> it was not a uh, hey, high heel. Uh, just for the listeners, John is shoving Barbie shoes in the back of his. Uh, in his back I'm eating pockets. them with salt on them, <laughs> yeah. like snack. Instead of eating the Skittles that we just tried, John was eating uh, Barbie shoes. Okay, thumbs up to the Skittles. Oh, yeah. uh, yo, definitely, yeah. Those are those are winners. All <laughs> right, even though they're chocolate, good shit. Just like um, when Barbie shoes. I think next time shit. it looks like we're doing Gobstoppers. That's a little teaser for next week. Yeah. Um, are you guys Gobstoppers fans? Well, hey, 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 next week, buddy. Next week. Okay, calm down. Here, here, have have a Barbie slipper. Thank you. <laughs> That's I all, can't it's the only thing that. that gets me off now. That doesn't sound real. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Part two of Dark Room. Part two. Let's get into it. Yes. Oh, so this one, I... I First one's called Watch Out. The Boogeyman's Gonna Get You. This one's called Uncle George. Uncle George. Um, you guys have any creepy uncles? <laughs> I feel like I am a creepy uncle now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we all are. Mustache crew. Oh, well, I was gonna say, we're, I, did we touch on it earlier? No, we're we're rocking the stash mob. But There's in full three, effect. all three of us. We all work together, and we all have these pretty sweet mustaches. Although uh, my beard's growing a little bit, so I gotta get it um, a little more refined. Gotta, gotta trim it up, buddy. Trim it up. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's the best. Um, uh, I can't yeah. argue with that. Uh, See, John. John knows. Yeah, it's just like a square brick. Mine's like stylish. yeah, yeah. What do you square what, brick layer? What wins in a fight? Uh, I guess a brick. There you go. Um, so, Uncle George, let's talk about it. Uh, the way this episode starts is there's an old man, uh, Uncle George, and he's watching television, uh, and he's trying to, like, yell at it. Uh, and so he's watching his game show, and while he's watching his game show, uh, Margot, 
his niece uh, I don't, comes yeah. in and uh, is talking to him, and then Uncle George dies. First he of all, it looks like shit, though. Everybody yeah. looks old as hell in this episode. Oh, yes. What do you think the median age is for all these actors? Uh, well, we looked up how old um, the guy you uh, described, who looks like a catcher's mate. Yeah, his face looks <laughs> like a catcher's mate. face. He's like 40. Five or something Jesus. like that. Jesus. That's what you looked like back in the day when you just ate nothing but red meat and smoked cigarettes every day. Like, yeah. that was like, that's what the average person looked like. Millimeter Peter and I just looked at each other like, here we come. Here we come, baby. <laughs> here we come. Eating nothing but red meat and eating cigarettes. <laughs> eating cigarettes. <laughs> part of a part of a balanced diet. Um, so we got Margot and then her husband, Bert. Who I thought was Matlock. You thought he was Matlock. Yeah. I don't know who that actor's name is, but he definitely looks like an old, salty son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the things where, like, it was okay to beat your wife. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he looked like a character from Dick Tracy. He did! He looked like Squints or something like that. Like, his name would be, like, I don't know, Pillow Face. Pillow Face. <laughs> no, Catcher Face. <laughs> Yeah, catch your face. That's like, you know, like, the, uh, it's, a, it's a really dumb term and derogatory, but like, butter face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to think of like a great catch race for him being like, you know, everything's hot, catch your face. Yeah, because it wasn't just his face. The rest of him's looking pretty old, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little saggy. So, okay, so we got Bert and Margot, and then Uncle George is now out of the picture. He's died, and uh, Bert and Margot start talking, and they're like, well, what are we going to do? And they go, well... This is something we've planned for. He almost fucking bought the farm six months ago, but he ended up living this long. So let's go to our plan. So they got something sussed out and kind yeah, of. Yeah, they got some cahoots going on. For sure. Um, and uh, Margo's worried about the plan, uh, but uh, Burke goes, don't worry. We have to do this for, our, for our, to survive. He says he's got a bum ticker and he can't work for a living. So they're going to try to use uh, Uncle George's pension. Yeah. That he has from the railroad. Well, okay, yeah. Well, they say pension at first, but... They say pension at first, but it's actually a, uh, a what is it? Not unemployment, but a... Uh, it's an insurance thing. Insurance thing, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, one of my first notes is, uh, you know, that we all work together. This guy... So, basically, they, they find this homeless man sitting on a bus uh, stop uh, bench. Uh-huh. And they're like... All right, he looks the part. Like we can convince the insurance people that he is uh, our our uncle still. And I thought about he looks. He reminds me the way he's ranting and raving. He reminds me of that guy that hangs out in front of our work. So the guy's name is Dixon, Old Dixie, Old, Old Dixie. Diggy. Yeah, Dixon. He's a. Uh, Didn't he remind you of, of uh, the homeless J Dog? Oh. The way he's like just like rant like he's just ranting and rave. No one's around and he is just I mean crazy person, crazy person. Yeah. Also we support all people that are <laughs> also I thought you said you were gonna say you used to pour alcohol on him. <laughs> no, I used to pour alcohol on him, yes. I like he's just cruising around looking for an old Dixon. Just old Dixie, baby. There he is. Yeah, that's Bert... what that's what uh when the next time we bring up millimeter Peter just be like, here comes old Dixie. <laughs> Jeez. But you got scotch. Because it's a dick, you know? Dixie. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Dixie's hanging out on a bench. Bert comes down, and he's hanging out downtown, and he's mingling with a bunch of trash people. Um, <laughs> and he sees this old man on a bench, and he offers to buy him a drink. And, of course, the dude is like wants to buy him a drink. He calls him a young man. Because he calls Bert know, a young man. Uh, he so calls it, him uh, a young fella. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. And young fella is... Fucking Mitcher, Mitcher. I wrote Pitcher. Bert. I, I wrote Bert is sixty, and then I wrote in parentheses, parentheses, a cigarette smoker sixty. Yeah, like which is like eighty four. Yeah. He looks like he's turning into like a wooden statue. In <laughs> but Dixon's great. Dixon's charismatic. He's probably the most likable actor from the first part or the second part. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's so yeah he's so relatable. I he's hang out with relatable. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I thought he was some music, but no, I was joking. Picks a little up, too familiar to see yourself in the mirror. Uh, picks up drink. So uh, Dixon, he's like, well, you know, I always... Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have to go back and uh, dr- drink and Gabriel for this episode. Oh. Well, a guy had said take a drink every time they drink. Um, That's a whole bar scene. Yeah, right? Chris, what do you... You got any, like, uh, recurring things that would be a drinking game? Every time you feel bad for old Dixon. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a lot, too. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> How about, um, oh, jeez, let's, uh, yeah, every time, every time, no, nah, you know, I think that's, that's plenty enough, actually. We don't want our, our listeners to die. We, we need them to listen and subscribe and like. Yeah, there you go, and tell your friends. Um, hey, friends. So, uh, Bert ends up taking Dixon to a local bar, and this bar has some great prices, I gotta Dude. say. <laughs> Chris? Oh, take me back to 1981. Dude, high, how much did you say it was for the... Um... A double shot of high-end scotch and a beer. Anything you have. <laughs> three bucks. I was like, anything Boy. you have. like I could give Anything you got. Water. Three bucks. Top notch and a double. And, and I was like... The bar itself is actually... Is, is like I love going to places like that. Oh, it looks like yes. a straight hole in the wall. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's the pinball machine behind them that was the Playboy pinball machine. Yep, I saw oh. that too. That's when they walk in, there's a guy playing it. But they like, had to like block out the words Playboy on it. Yeah. Like they didn't have the rights to it. It looks like the guy was wearing true religion jeans too. You see the pockets <laughs> of those jeans? <laughs> that's <laughs> With the horseshoe pattern? Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, like, all right, this dude got it going on. I would... Uh, you know, I would kill to be able to. I mean, there are some bars over here in the East Bay where you can. They've like smoking rooms. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Ruby Room. Ruby Room has one. There's one in in the Tenderloin in San Francisco. One in the Santa Cruz. There's one in Santa Cruz. What, where in Santa Cruz is it? That's well, deep. I don't know. It's deep. I usually end up there at deep like 1.30 in the morning saying, can I get a $3 double scotch in the beer? And they're like, get out. <laughs> they're like, throw this man out, please. <laughs> yeah. $3. Yeah. <laughs> You have someone there who's, like, trying to uh, make you impersonate their uncle. <laughs> right. So we got Bert. Bert is now uh, trying to uh, kind of get a feel for who Dixon is. Dixon's like, you know what? I don't have any family. I'm just a man on my own. You know, that's all. Uh, Did they call I, him Uncle George at one point? I swear there was, like, rap, bad editing or, like, c- continuity in this episode. Well, he kind of explains, Bert explains to Dixon, he's like, I'm looking for somebody who looks just like my uncle, who can kind of stamp in and, and kind of be that for me. So Dixon says that to the bartender. He goes, well, this is my nephew here. Kind of just trying on the moniker, you know, kind of mm-hmm. stepping into that role to see how it feels. Uh, and then the whole time Bert is drinking dollar beers and buying $2 things of whatever. 
God, the, the best you got. I was yeah. This this guy ha- fucking had it made, man. And then, I mean, he finds out later it's not. Uh, I'm gonna look up how much a thousand. So so basically, uh, yeah. So basically, they're tra- we slowly start to find out that this guy is trying to recruit um, this guy to be the near, their new Uncle George. Uncle George. Um, and he makes him an offer. He's like, okay, if you come into our house and live with us, pretend to be Uncle George, so that way we can still keep receiving your disability pension of $1,000 a month. So $1,000 a month keeps three full-grown people alive. <laughs> so that's all, your, that's all your bills for food and car or whatever, and then also pe- pays for your house. That's sick. That's dope. So I just I'm looking up right now. Um, a thousand dollars in 1981 is the equivalent of two thousand two thousand eight hundred sixty dollars and thirty seven cents. I guess I could keep three people alive. Yeah, that's because because Bert's doing like Freemason or he's like not Freemason. He's like doing construction stuff. And Office you also stuff. think like that like 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 basically three G's a month in 1981. Like you you. That's covering mortgage. That's covering everything. No cell phone bill. Yeah, yeah. In your in your house, you probably paid like eighty thousand dollars for I mean, it. Nothing but Salisbury steaks. <laughs> nothing but Salisbury for steaks. For real. And that's it. so. Dixon's like, okay, cool. Dixon doesn't get any money. He doesn't see any money from doing this. But he gets three meals a day. He gets to live in a house instead of being homeless. All the scotch he wants. All the scotch all he can scotch. drink. That's really what. And does he just here. puts it right in his belly too. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got the fucking drink. He's fucking passed out with a drink on it there. Watching a cowboy movie. Having a good old time. Hell yeah. So he starts watching TV, and then Bert, uh, Bert brings him home uh, and introduces Dixon to his uh, sister or wife, Margot. I couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't tell either. Don't think it really matters. It just... <laughs> oh, really? I mean... Oh, really? Maybe John? it does matter. You don't think a wife and sister it makes any difference, huh? <laughs> well, speaking of someone who has neither... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. As long as I can eat my Barbie shoes, we'll be cool. <laughs> um, so, I can't believe you eat Barbie shoes. So there's a... Uh, How did I not know that? I've known you for seven years. I didn't even know. Well, it's not like... The t- you don't lead with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep it on the back burner. You, 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 wait, you, you slowly you tell somebody se- on a podcast after doing it for a couple years. You wait seven years. Hey, I eat Barbie shoes. Anyway, uh, next question. <laughs> no big is, deal. All my, right. My weird fetish. <laughs> My yeah, there's a TV show. My strange addiction. There you go. There. Um, so we get Bert after he's got D- Dixon in there settling in upstairs watching TV. He starts digging up the floor of their cellar, uh, and he starts burying Uncle George. They put the body in plastic instead of like burying him in like a casket. And uh, yeah, you all right there, Tom? I'm sorry. Hold your sides a little better. Okay. So Margot and uh, I, Bert... I know what I'm getting for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> a colonic? No, I'm getting you two uh, large Barbie uh, shoes. Are they yogurt dipped? They're going to be yogurt dipped. <laughs> Wonderful. A Barbie house filled with shoes. <laughs> <laughs> a fool's ransom in edible shoes. I mean, not edible. Not edible, yeah. He, he's like, I can't go back to the edible stuff. <laughs> can't do it, man. Don't, you don't get the same feeling when it comes out of, out your, of your colon ass. years later. <laughs> do you think it's still in there? No, it came out. No, but I mean, like, do you think part of it's in there still? Oh, like I ate two? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what not I'm saying. out of the question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like, out of the only question. Only one came out. You don't just eat one Barbie shoe. You gotta go two. <laughs> Left foot, right foot, baby. And there's a Barbie person there that matches the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
some other Barbie, you know, goods. You have a Ken hand in there somewhere. <laughs> a Ken head. <laughs> Don't worry about it. A little Corvette comes out. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> this makes me so happy. Okay, all right. So there's a guy who jerked off to his family's family Not portrait. my family. His friend's family portrait. Well, the daughter was hot. Okay. Yeah, well, and I wasn't looking at them. I was looking at the porno and the reflection. Let that be known. Uh, it's, let the marker... Let the, let the Okay, what's show. weirder, watching a reflection of porno or eating a fucking Barbie shoe? Well, I was uh, a child when I did it. I was a child, too. I was 14 years old. Yeah, that's not quite a child. Yeah. How old were you? What? You're How old were you when you ate the Barbie thing? Before you could start making memories, so probably like four or younger. <laughs> Suppressed it. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. God, how did that thing just kick around in there forever? <laughs> what was the shape of it like when it came out? That's it a... looks like a shoe. But you don't get this. Like, how big is the shoe? Big enough for Barbie's fat foot. What the hell does it matter with you? You know how big a shoe is. Well, th- th- there's different size Barbies. No, there's, no, there's not. No. Yes, there are. Now there's. <laughs> and, oh, don't tell John that. John's like, mmm, bigger Barbie shoe. I'm a little shoe. hungry. Yeah. I <laughs> got all right. <laughs> Enough Barbie shoe talk. <laughs> you can't bring that up and that. Oh, and cool. now what? It's done. It's done. It's I... done. Let's put to bed. <laughs> My Malibu mansion. So, okay. We got a... Uh, Margo comes in for Sissy that's, Dixon. That's his, that's his guts are the Malibu mansion. <laughs> okay, sorry. So this is a scene where Margo starts to give him a rub down. She's like, oh, you've never had a rub down before. And she starts taking off his shoes. The language on that one, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he probably was like, fuck yeah, let's get this rub down. You got these, like. They look just as old, if not older, than he does. Yeah. Yeah. So he's getting some hot action from a younger lady. Got me kind of swollen. That millimeter is fully. That millimeter was uh, one and a half millimeter. Maybe a little even higher. Ooh. Ooh. Calm down, ladies. Hmm. So she starts uh, giving a rub down on his legs, and uh, Dixon starts doing some math in his head, and he's like, so wait a minute, if uh, Uncle George retired from the railroad at age 48, that's awfully young for him to be retiring, and then they're like, oh, well, it wasn't quite retiring early, he uh, had an injury, and then they start to explain exactly what happened, they said that it was a, a train was coming, and he wasn't paying attention, and he got hit by a train. And it cut both of his legs clean off right above the knee. Yeah. Well, so he must have been paying attention at the very end because you're not going to, unless he was like just laying on the train tracks. Like if you're, you know, you're going to be jumping back and getting uh, out of the way a little bit. Well, that explains why he was bed stricken was because he had no legs to get out. So yeah. it was kind of pretty much being held there against his will. Unless, actually, if you get to watch TV all day, that's probably as good as it gets, right? Yeah. Um... So they say it was an accident, they explain how he lost his legs, and then Margot's well, like... Well, I loved how he fell asleep with the drink in his hand, too. Because <laughs> it's so relatable? Uh, <laughs> eyes dart side to side again. Zink, zink, zink. Um, but no, uh, have you ever done that before? Fall asleep with a cup on my lap? Or just like... Looked at family pictures and jerked off? <laughs> Not my family. <laughs> it keeps uh, insisting this. It was my... It was Dr. Freeze, my, my Freeze man, Elliot Freeze, a uh, friend of the podcast never been on but for the podcast the doctor man hey bud yeah good dude long hair okay so no yeah we got uh dixon now passed out he's uh has this scotch on his lap dixie 
And then Margot decides to give him even more, which is, I. this is when I started to get suspicious of stuff. I was like, why are they really trying to get this dude liquored up? Because he seemed like he was already, like, on board. So at this point, <laughs> we're, we're, what were you guys thinking um, uh, as far as, like, what the... Because it, it was obvious there was a twist was coming. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking, like, maybe they're uh, cannibals? I don't think that was a possibility because they showed them burying the previous one. Chris, you had the point of like maybe th- this was like a recurring cycle where they're just getting a new person, yeah, a new uncle George, every over and over. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I was like, well, it seems awful strange that first of all they're not that broken up about it, and that they have a drill to go to. They're like, okay, so now that this guy's gone, now we step in, we find somebody else. I thought the same thing, um, but uh, it's actually a cool again changing of expectations. You get that really good switcheroo. Yeah, no, this was a great switcheroo. So uh, we've already established that, uh, uh, not Margo, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Leatherface. <laughs> Leatherface, yes. His name is Bert. Uh, Bert, uh, his, he is a woodworker, and uh, after they start giving a rub down on his legs, all of a sudden he busts out a buzzsaw, and he's like, all well, right. Cause he, yeah, because he comes in with like a, um, like a leather like case. Yeah. He's wearing an apron. No, when he puts the butcher's little apron on, then you know shit's about to hit the fan. Hell yeah! yeah. What are you putting on that for, bro? Yeah, yeah, that w- that was great. I um, I I, I find it funny how uh, the entire time you're like, all right, what what's going on? What's going on? And you're like, okay, so this is going to be a thing where there's fooling the insurance we have to company. Con- yeah, the insurance company has to think that you're him. And I kept them being like, what like what's going to be the you know when's the shoe going to drop or whatever? Don't. Give me that shoe talk. No, no shoe talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. We didn't plan that. Getting swollen over here. Yeah, come yeah, on. G- John's getting fully hard. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, no, then they, t- they take it out and you realize that in order to make the insurance company believe, when they do randomly stop by, in order to believe that this is the same person so they can get their $1,000 a month, they are going to cut off uh, his legs above the knee. Cut off his fucking legs. Above the above knee. Above the knee. What you, you think... Just below the knee, which is much safer, well, safer, much less dangerous to do. They're both horrible. Do you think, like... Uh, you could still be a catcher if they cut below the knee, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you think, like, the insurance person comes in and, like, measures the, the length of the... They're like, no, nah, <laughs> these legs were, uh, fi- you know, 15 millimeters, uh, Peter. Millimeter, Peter. <laughs> but, you know, higher up than that. and But, no, I, I like how they... They cut it out. There's no gore, which but it's would super, be fun. Yeah, it, but it's, it's super suspense. Super suspense. Yeah, it's brutal. Awesome. Yeah, and it's it cuts uh, right uh, visceral. Yeah, it makes you think uh, about great word, visceral. Mm-hmm. So again, that's the switcheroo, and then you're like, okay, these people are way more sinister than they let on. Yeah. No, that was that was a cool. This this one was awesome. Okay, so why don't okay? What's your score for just this one, and then we can average the two t- scores for each person. Uh, Chris, you want to go first? Uh, seven point eight. Nice. And, and, and why? Well, the first one was a little, you know. Well, eh. I mean, just just the standalone this episode. I liked it. Yeah, I like uh, Leatherface. <laughs> Leatherface was a good. Leatherface was good. Yeah, he was a likable, cantankerous old coot. He, uh, he looked like he played like the captain of like a police force or something. He was like in know? Dallas and a bunch of shows yeah. like that. Um, just like Phil from the first bit, they're both on Dallas. Oh wait, maybe I'm confusing them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was fun. Um, I liked how there was like a, 
I think it was shorter than the first episode. Yeah, it was like ten minutes shorter. It was much more just like concise. Concise, and and I liked. Uh, I really wanted to go to that bar that they went to, <laughs> not for like the prices, but like I liked <laughs> the scotch. I, no, no, I just like that like style of like hole in the wall. There's like like we were saying before. There's some there's some that you can find here. Like on the East Coast, there's a lot of them as well too. I just like that feeling of like you go to like some place where you're just gonna like run into some rando person who you're gonna have a great conversation with. They're gonna. Take cut you, off your legs. Take you home. Cut off your legs. <laughs> That's really what I'm looking for in a yeah. meeting a random stranger at a bar. Um, but no, I, I actually thought it was fun. Uh, it was a good plot. The The way they did it was very steady. Um, and then the twist was actually kind of fun. Because like, I, I kept them being like, what what's going to happen? Like, is this going to be him actually? Like, he didn't mm-hmm. actually die. His face at the ending was great. And then they ended it. Yep, exactly. And, but and I like, yeah. The twist was was really fun where it's like, oh, this guy is so this, this happy-go-lucky drunk. He's getting helped out. He's he's laying in bed. He's watching uh, westerns. He's got a bottle of scotch and a glass on his body. What do you give it? I'm going to give this... What did you give it, Chris? 7.25? 7.85, I think. Oh, 8.5. Um, I liked it. I'm going to give it a, a straight 7. Okay. I would bad. show this one to someone. Hello? Sorry. It's okay. Uh, it was a friend of the podcast, Marcus. All right. Um, I, I, I liked it that it was short and sweet. It was like, boom. Yep. I'll show it to anyone. Like, a straight... It was like, what, 14 minutes? It was... Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, one of those ones that, like... Short one. That's one of those ones that, like, you, you can be... Uh, on something and you're talking like, about Advil I like uh what I like about it real quick is that I like that it didn't tip his hand quite as much as it did from the first story where you're like okay I get it this dude might be a supernatural monster but you don't know which and this one you're like okay I know something's up but I don't know what and I like that it was kind of catches you off guard a little bit so one. I'm going ahead and give it a eight and average that with my six wow. and that's probably going to be about a seven that's your what your barbecue eight out of ten, what? <laughs> we don't do this. We only do that for a, a different bit. So that was Creepy some fun. Creepy crawlers. All right. So that was uh, this first episode we've ever done of Dark Room. That was a fun show. I liked yeah. it. In uh, first episode with Millimeter Peter. Um, uh, do, Thanks do, for coming on, bud. Do you yeah, have anything you, um, you want to call out? Your Instagram. I know you do a lot of artwork and stuff. So uh, this would be the time and place to. Plug your stuff and you sure like th- this is a platform you can reach out to thousands of people. I have a video on Pornhub. It's a millimeter crying for two hours. It's me crying onto your millimeter. Yes, and it's a very good video. It's me and a porta pie at A and W restaurant. I've never been to an A and W. It's one by the house. They're classic. Really? Bad burgers, but they're good. They have great bu- uh, root beer on tap. Oh, I love a good root beer. Yeah. Oh, the root beer floats are crazy. I, 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 the chain. My, my favorite always was Barks because they had a bite. Yeah, I remember the ad campaign. Remember the guy walking with the the high heels that John probably saw and wanted to eat. Oh, he went straight to a Toys R Us and bought them out of the shoes. <laughs> I drank I drank as much root beer out of shoes as I could. I used the shoes as a that's, that's cup. That's exactly what happened. You're you were doing that while Tommy down. was at a friend's house, just jerking off to the family. <laughs> what if it was the same day? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the time? Yeah. Well, no, because I was, like, younger than five. Yeah, so that makes out, because you're, like, 54. Oh, okay. You're right. I forgot how that works. Yeah. 
but anyway, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks everybody for listening in. Um, let's give our shout outs to, again, to all the shorties, the spookies. That's right. We want to make sure if you guys want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on our Twitter line. We are at short and spooky, or feel free to write us an email at short and spooky at gmail.com. We have that one. Uh, uh, question we're going to read next week for our Halloween episode. Yeah. So uh, again, another teaser. Um, but Teasing. thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, and uh, also uh, shout out to the other people that uh, the other podcasts that have been uh, promoting us on theirs as well. We appreciate uh, we've been doing a little cross promo. Yeah. Uh, yeah we... Support your local podcast makers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We nice got, to talk we got to people rolling in, so have a good one. I'll pro- uh, promote my Instagram. I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Later. Drop it in there. Yeah, so you can reach me at Christopher E-A-L, Christopher Real, at Instagram.com. For What's your little, like, name on there, too? Christopher like, Real. Isn't it Christopher, Christopher Too Sexy or something like that? Oh, Stupid Sexy Wild is my uh, Snapchat. All right. Hit me up on that, and my Venmo is... No, don't, 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 don't do that. Take don't that. Do that. I don't have a Venmo. But... All right. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. I love you guys, shorties, spookies, dads, Alamitas. See you uh, next week. Oh, shout out to um friend of the podcast. Yeah. The dog, R.I.P. All right, we love you so much. Take care, baby. Have fun in dog heaven. Love you. Howdy listeners, I'm Chris, the friendly neighborhood keeper from Untitled Dice Game, here to tell you about our actual play Monster of the Week podcast. It features a group of hunters with strange talents who've been recruited by a secretive government agency to fight monsters. Each week we release a new episode packed with improvised humor, horror, and enough bad decisions to derail a train. Find us at UntitledDiceGame.com or search us out wherever you listen to podcasts.